I would like our audience to know that Riley and I are both suited up right now. I have the world's greatest alien hoodie on. It's from Studio House Designs. I bought it oh, yeah. on their Black Fly Black Fly Day. Correct. <laughs> I bought it on their Black Friday drop. Uh, and it's my most favorite piece of clothing. I wear it like too much. I'm wearing my um i was about to call her mother incorrect nope <laughs> i'm wearing my queen hat uh, baby if like anything truly biggest baby in the world and she has like a little heart happy fucking valentine's day she's a little heart coming <gasps> exactly. out of her mouth exactly i guess last week it'll be valentine's day i also love that our valentine's day plans are talking about <laughs> saw two with andrew and aaron <laughs> anyway it's alien <laughs> welcome to the fright of your life podcast i'm riley and I'm Tara, and we are here to walk you through the 100 scariest movie moments of all time. As determined by the Bravo TV network in the year 2004. And today, the movie with the second scariest movie moment of all time ah! is Alien from the year 1979, directed by Ridley Scott. Let's fucking go. Okay, so I, I'm going to talk about the credits, as we all know. But they're it's really cool. Because they're it's so really sick. cool one. It's like space, um, the final <laughs> frontier, if you will. Um, and it's just these little lines showing up real gradually. And they spell alien. Alien! It's so fucking sick. I love My it. one beef with this movie is Bill Sigourney Weaver first, you fucks. True, true. She's second build, and I love Tom Skerritt, but shut the fuck up. Which is Tom Skerritt Dallas? Yeah. Okay. I, I made see. a little key to have everyone's names. I know, because there's so um, many. It's the same thing with, like, The Thing. I'm like, The yes! Thing is one of my favorite movies of all time. I do not know um, the characters' guys names. Are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know their names. There's so goddamn many of them. Well, we got The Weave, uh, and that's Ripley. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Lambert is Other Girl. Yeah, I said Woman 2. <laughs> <laughs> woman 2 is Lambert. Ash is Redacted. <laughs> Yeah, Ash is redacted. He's one of two Brits. Not helpful. Ash is a super normal, regular guy. <laughs> um, he's Bilbo. What's a he's hobbit Bilbo. doing here? And he's the science man on the spacecraft. Science man. Um, Parker and Brett are like the mechanics. Yes. Brett is Harry Dean Stanton. My and Parker friend. is the other one. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect um, to that man. I just did not know no, the actor by name. He's simply just not as famous as Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah um and then there's kane that's john hurt he's yes. the other british guy and dallas who's the sexy sexy man yep tom scarrett that's all of them there this i find i have an easier time remembering these characters than yeah. i do with the thing because i feel like in 800 white men <laughs> right in alien they all have like very distinct roles like things that yes. they do and they all yep. have very different personalities yep. and not that they don't have different personalities in the thing there's just so no, many there's of like them. 17 of them yeah this is like yeah. a third of that right the genius of this movie though is that we were introduced to like what's going on we get like a little like dee -dee -dee, like the text runs across the screen and gives us like a little rundown of what's up uh, and we're on the Nostromo, which is a towing vehicle. Like, this isn't space exploration. Right. Like, there's, like, scientists and engineers and whatnot on this ship, but they are not, like, space explorers, you know? Yeah. They're like, a tow truck. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they're just fucking regular guys. And, yeah. like, they have, you know, they're in space, but, like, it's everyone's in space. Do you know what I mean? It's a commercial spacecraft. It's not, yes. like, they don't do shit. <laughs> Right, they're not right. supposed they, to do shit. They go to sleep and they like have stuff to do in case something happens, but nothing right. is supposed to happen. Like they are not trained for what is about to occur. Right. Um, so I feel at work every goddamn day with my true. boss. <laughs> the Nostromo's already heading back to Earth, which is exciting. Like we're at the end of the journey. So like movie should be over. Right. <laughs> we're, we're like kind of going around the ship and like we hear like some things rustling around and like the screen flashes on and we see it flash across like a helmet, but it's just like an emergency helmet. There's no people in there. Yeah, it's like a dummy. Yeah. Um, and it's just like shit's flashing and we're like, huh, what's going on? Um, and then we are in a little cryo sleep chamber and everybody's waking up. Yeah, they had been in deep, cold sleep. Um, and they wake up and are like getting their bearings uh, because the computer received a transmission to wake them up. Um, they're in this like cool ass pod. It looks like a bloomin' onion was the only way I could yes! describe it. So <laughs> like true. they're each like a different petal of the flower. 
So one guy wakes up first, that's Kane, and he like gets up all slowly. They're up He's one so by mean. one. <laughs> They're having their coffee and their breakfast, trying to wake up and like having some giggles. Um, and it takes them a while to realize like we're not at Earth yet. We're like halfway yeah. there. We should not be awake yet. What happened? Right, because the assumption is that they're going to get woken up when they're like landing in like a, a day, a few hours, and they go to check. And um, Lambert, who's woman too, she has such a mullet. Love her. Yep. Um, she's like, I can't find Earth. And they're like, what do you mean you can't find Earth? Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's not on here. And eventually she finds it. And she's like, uh, guys? And they're like, yeah. She's like, we're 10 months out. What the fuck? We're simply only halfway there. And then Dallas, who seems to be in charge of it's not an expedition but i don't know what else to call it who's like in charge of this crew he's he the truck gets, boss yeah he gets called in to talk to mother which is the name of the computer they call the computer mother yeah he's like yellow light is my eyes only because he's like got captain privileges mm -hmm. um and i love like vintage future stuff like it's not retro futurism because this just like was what they were you know what i mean yeah like they don't even talk to her they type to her right you know? it's not even like 2001 a space odyssey like she doesn't right. have a voice like, and all, you know, all the computer screens, it's like the green diagnostic text kind of mm -hmm. thing. Like, it's all, and it's not like implausible. It's just, you know, it, I love that shit. Right. So he says to mother, what's the story? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I picked up a, I don't think she, I don't know. We find out that mother picked up a transmission of like unknown origin and they have to check it out. Like contractually, they're mm -hmm. obligated to see what's up because the two guys who are mechanics are like, first of all, we don't even get paid like, like on on par with the rest of you guys like i'm happy to like do this like diversion if they're gonna fucking pay us and then ash is like we don't get paid if we don't do it so you know yeah, it's like a secret hidden stipulation of their contract that like yeah. should this exact scenario occur they have to go check it <laughs> out and then parker's like i guess we're going i fucking love yeah. him i i love parker he's just like so right about every single thing he says He's so right because they go to land on this moon and there's like something with the atmosphere. It like leads to an incredibly bumpy landing and it damages yeah. like big important parts of the ship. They like lose a shield. So once they land, they like can't take off again right away. That's Parker and Brett are down in like the boiler room. I don't know what it is, but it's yeah, like where all the... comes down here. Fuck those guys. It's fantastic. They're like down where all the machinery is and they're radioing up being like, yeah, there's like really extensive repairs we have to make. And this makes me laugh because Brett's like, yes, tell them it'll take us about 17 hours. And Parker radios back. It's going to take us 25 hours, which is exactly <laughs> the shit you should do. He's yes. so right to do that. So Ripley's like, all right, I'm going to come down and see what's up. And they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't think they would have been happy for anybody to come down, but it's kind of giving like, God damn it. One of the women's coming down. The here. girl's coming. Um, so upstairs, they're trying to radio back to like somebody to be like, Hey, fucking, oh my God. Uh, but the only connection they have is this like looping 12 second transmission. That's And their assumption is that it's some kind of SOS, like distress call because right. it's coming in such a consistent pattern. So they're like, shit, we should really check this out and see what's going on right um so dallas is like obviously i'm gonna go because he's the captain so it's sort of like the right thing to do you know it's like your your circus your monkeys yeah <laughs> so he and kane and lambert are gonna go out there so kane is sleepy sleepy british man and uh lambert is woman too <laughs> and they all suit up to go out um and it's like so desolate outside and it's like that wind is howling and they're turning on like these floodlights and it's all rocky and like there's like nothing out there and ash does like a little rundown and he's like it's yeah it's pretty gnarly so they're heading into the moon and yeah ripley's working to translate what the transmission says and the team that's out on the moon they find that the signal is coming from this like abandoned ship it like doesn't look like how you picture a spaceship to look. It looks it's very like, like this... organic. Yeah, it's like this big. It looks like some shit from Dune. Yeah, but they're they have like a video feed inside of their spaceship to like keep contact with the rest of their team. And once they start going inside this other ship, the signal starts cutting in and out, and they lose contact completely once they're fully inside this thing. 
Yeah, and we get like the relay, and so we're watching it like from the video screen, and it's really choppy and like disorienting. Um, and we see Ash back in like the main in, in the ship trying to like keep up with them, and he's like able to sort of, but it starts getting too too froggy. And like they're inside the like ship, and it looks so alien and so skeletal. Like <laughs> it's so skeletal alien, and even more so, they get to the center, the heart of this ship, and they find what they pretty immediately describe as a fossilized alien life form, and it's huge. Yeah, like they come up barely to its knee. You yeah, know it's what like I mean? twenty like feet tall. It's fucking gigantic. And they go up in there and like, we've both seen this movie before. They get up in there and it's like so visibly face hugger skeleton, mm -hmm. you know? And they're like, it looks like something like exploded from the inside out. And I'm like, <laughs> gee, I wonder if that's gonna happen again to anybody here. <laughs> it's like, hmm, interesting you should mention that. Okay, then here's some tea. Ripley, back on their ship, decodes the message, and she, she doesn't know exactly what it's saying, but she makes out that it's a warning, not an SOS distress call. It's warning people to not come. And so she wants to go after the crew who went out and tell them, but Ash is like, no, like, they'll find out and come back. So, like, don't go tell them. And that's kind of weird of him to say. Yeah. And, like, he's kind of stutters his way through it. Like, it's very sus. Like that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, and it's like it's like the sh it's like they're halfway through translating it, and he's like, "Well, we'll know what it totally is by the time you get there." And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, so you can radio it to them." Like it's so. Right. He's like, "Yeah, they'll figure out it's a warning once they get there." I'm like, "But what? What if what they're being warned about is bad? Right? <laughs> what if it's something that's going to hurt them or exactly. come back onto the ship with them?" Yeah, gee. <laughs> So then Kane finds like a square hole and he's like, all right, guys, come check this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're lowering him in there and like, oh my God, that's the inside of something alive. Yeah, he's in there and it's a chamber full of leathery eggs is how they're yeah. described. Please Ew. get out right now. <laughs> it's the end of you and me. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, it's like all wet down there. If you recall the So sequel. wet. It's so wet. And um, it's just like, God, watching him get lowered down, it's like, hey, man, you're in a birth canal. Like, stop that. <laughs> Retreat. Like, that's a fucking rectum, my brother. <laughs> but, oh, that's the other thing. He's going down. He's like, oh, it's like the tropics in here. I'm like, yeah, because you're inside a human, a human body. No, but you're inside <laughs> an alive body. Right. And he goes towards one of the eggs and, like, puts his hand over it and it, like, hisses. Don't touch the eggs. Yeah, stop. Turn Don't back. Don't touch Be the like, eggs. Whoa. Yeah. He does, in fact, touch one, and an alien that I described as the face hugger, because that's what yep. we know it to be, yep. busts out of that egg and, like, latches on to the glass of his helmet. It's, like, basically on his face. It's so bad. And so they show that, and then they cut to, like, the desolate landscape outside, and it's, like, so beautiful and still looks kind of a lot like Dune. And I quoted what I had to look up and realize was a meme t-shirt. It's for the movie Alan. Alien. Uh, and the tagline is, in space, no one can hear you in space. And it's so true. <laughs> and it makes me laugh so hard. But also, I wrote down, in space, no one can hear you scream, and I forgot that that was the tagline of this movie. That's like, my brain always thinks that's 2001 A Space Odyssey, but yes! it's for Alien. It's literally, it's on the shirt I'm wearing right now. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so they, they come back to the door, um, and Ash is like right near the door, and they are like, Ripley, open the fucking thing, let us in, like something's wrong with Kane. And she's like, okay, let's pump the brakes. Right. Like, we need to quarantine him. Like, especially like, what like what's wrong? And they're like, something's on him. And she's like, yeah, we can't. Like, it, that is in, like, so specifically protocol to, like, not bring shit onto the ship from alien planets, you know? Right. Like, we yeah, have to quarantine. Like, They're like, he's gonna die if we don't. She's like, those are the fucking rules. Like, Dallas isn't on the ship. Kane is second in command. He's out of commission. Like, I'm in charge. You right. have to listen to my orders. But what does Ash fucking do? Bust that door open, baby. He opens the door anyway, potentially contaminating the entire ship. This guy is not good at not being suspicious. No, literally. That's the thing. It's like, 
they're like Kane could die and she's like yeah and then we could all die right it's like the it's literally the trolley problem like you let yeah. Kane die or you let the entire ship get contaminated and die like but everyone the on there dies here is there is a rule that you have to follow so you don't have to make the decision right she doesn't have to feel as bad <laughs> right <laughs> and so then like not only are they not doing this they're like yeah and fuck the quarantine by the way so it's just it's just <laughs> And I guess, like, Dallas and Lambert have kind of been exposed to Kane because they, like, carry him back. Right. But Ash and Dallas are just, like, in the infirmary in little scrubs, and that's it. They have, like, oxygen masks on, but not, like, Yeah, like, only sometimes masks. they pull them off and on, and, like, it's so they're just strange. In there. But it's they're, so dumb. But they're sawing Kane's helmet off because this thing has fused through his helmet, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and when they like crack the helmet off, this thing is just firmly attached. It's like a squid, like attached to his yeah. face. Um, it's got like these little. They describe them as like digits. Um, yeah, they're legs to me, but who knows? Right. And they can't figure out a way to get it off of his face without ripping his face off. Right. They like tug at one. They're like that is in his scalp. Right. Like if we pull this whole thing off, his face will come with it. So they are like, if we, yeah, if we rip these legs off, that's really bad. And also what they don't mention and seem not to notice is that every time they like touch it, the little tail around his neck, like tightens, tightens. Um, it's like so devil's yucky. snare. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, and everybody else is outside and Parker's like yells through the glass. He's like, freeze him and take him home. And then, like, we'll figure out what to do there. And they're like, no, no, no. We're going to keep fucking with it. <laughs> yeah, we don't fucking feel like it. So they put him into, like, a little MRI and they x-ray him. Um, and they see that there's something in his neck. Like, mm -hmm. there's something down his throat. And they're like, that seems like it's, like, par it's part of the alien, but it seems like it's, like, a breathing tube. Like, it's feeding him oxygen. Yeah, so the alien is keeping him alive. So it's, like even hmm. less of an incentive to take it off of him because his face will be ripped off and his like breathing will be cut off but it's also suspicious like why would this thing want to keep him alive right. like what is the point of that right because it's not yeah it's it's not like operating like a regular well i guess we don't know but right it's like what parasitic aims does this thing have yeah and Dallas is like, listen, I think we should cut it off and take the risk of killing him because, like, this is also bad. Yeah. And Ash is like, no, no, let him cook. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's just see. Yeah, let's see what happens. Surely nothing horrible. <laughs> but so Dallas cuts into one of the tentacles and this, like, green acidic blood comes out of the alien and it just immediately like eats through the floor of the ship and it's like going through several decks like they're going down to like see where it yeah, stops and it's just it. burning through the whole hull of the ship right because they're like if that goes through the hole like we're all gonna fucking die right so like, we gotta stop trying to cut the alien off because yeah, yeah. it is incinerating our ship from the inside out right they get like right down to the bottom and parker is like that's a pretty neat trick that it has of like like incentivizing you not to kill it oh okay and so dallas is kind of like all right well everyone leave kane to ash and like let's all get back to work and it's like okay yeah like what else is there to do really and ash is up in the infirmary still as the science officer so like fair enough he's like looking through a microscope and looking at screens and standing around and ripley comes in and she's like hey why the fuck did you do that you're like what was that um, and she's basically like, how's Kane? Is he okay? And he's like, yeah, you know, no change. And she's like, and how's, she's like, how's our guest? And he's yeah. like, he's like, it's like adapts really well to like external environmental conditions. It's very tough. It's a tough little son of a bitch. And she's like, yeah, cool. Awesome. So that was fucked up what you did. And he's like, well, I was following an order, like whatever. She's like, no, no, I give the orders and you directly disobeyed me and like broke our quarantine protocol. And he turns it on her like she's a bad person for being yeah. willing to risk one person's life over everybody else's, which just like philosophically and mathematically is like the correct thing to do. Oh, yeah. Ripley calls out specifically too that like it's really shady for a science officer to break science protocol specifically. Bit weird. So we go, we break off somewhere and then it's the next thing that happens basically is Ash calling to Dallas and he's like, 
hey, you got to come see Kane right now. And he's like, well, what's happening? He's like, just come. He does this like at least twice where he's yeah. like, you got to come here right now. There's been a change. And Dallas <laughs> is like, what's the change? He's like, you just got to come see it. And I'm like, tell him what's going on. Yeah, And he's like, it'll be simpler if you just come. And so Dallas so. is like, fine. And then he's like, Ripley, come with me. Let's go look at this. It is simply a three word answer. Right. And those three words are sis. It's gone. Alien is gone. Kane's just lying on the table, no alien on his face. So they're like, oh shit, we better look for it. And they start looking just with the door open. Right. Guys. <laughs> just let it let it go wherever it wants. Uh, somebody knocks over just the loudest metal thing in the world, and I almost yep. like jumped out of my skin. I, for one, almost jumped out of my skin when Ripley is like looking up at the ceiling and oh. the alien just falls down on her from above. But it it's okay horrendous. because it's dead yes it's like it's like um when you see a cicada exoskeleton like laying on the sidewalk that's kind of what it looks like oh just my like God, crispy yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and so of course ash like gets on the ground and is like checking it out and he like gesture he like points the pointer at it and it moves and they're like oh and he's like no 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 it's just like re reflexes and ripley's like okay let's like get rid of it let's shoot it out into space and yeah. not have it in here anymore and ash is like no we should bring it back and so everyone turns everyone being two of them turns to look at dallas and he's like hey ash is the scientist it's his call i'm gonna let him decide what he wants to do um and so we are now in the hallway that dallas and ripley are leaving and ripley's like all right what the fuck was that he's like well what do you want me to change my decision and she's like no i just want someone to fucking listen to me when i speak <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, well, I'm just doing what I'm told. Like, these are just, like, he's the scientist. He should be making the science decisions. I'm just following the rules. He also highlights, he's like, I'm just doing what the company wants. Like, it's yeah. not necessary. She's like, since when is that standard procedure? He's like, I don't know. Like, they run things. We have to do what they say. And they say, listen to the science officer. So I'm listening to the science officer. But Ripley does not trust Ash at all. And she's asking Dallas, like, how long have you known Ash? Like, how many expeditions have you gone on with him? And Dallas has never worked with him before. This is his first time. He had a different science officer that went on, like, his last four trips with him. But they very suddenly switched him with Ash, like, days, days before. Out. Yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh yeah um, so at this point parker and brett are like about halfway done with fixing the ship like some parts of it are fixed and dallas is like sweet let's go home literally ripley's <laughs> like i don't know if that makes sense he's like well, i want like, to right, leave so, like, the main stuff is done and he's like all right let's go and she's like but what are the, the like, parts <laughs> might still fall off as we're flying throughout her space yeah she's like we have no idea what's going on with like the b and c decks and he's like oh that stuff doesn't matter and she's like okay well fuck me i guess <laughs> like fuck my drag i'm gonna go sit over here with the cat because there's a cat here yeah, i don't hello. know why or whose cat it is I feel like it's like one of those like reverse, it's like a reverse Mike Flanagan, Guillermo del Toro thing. Ridley Scott just likes cats, maybe. He just wanted a cat around. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, I don't know, but. <laughs> but everyone's like kind of relieved that they're going. Uh, and I'm like, oh, good thing there's another hour of movie left. But they're sitting around uh, and there's like a cute little bit where Parker, I don't even know what he's saying, but he says something. He's like, oh, good thing we're getting out of here. I hope nothing fucking falls apart. And uh, Brick goes, right. And then Parker says something else, and Brett's like, right. And then Ripley's like, you know, you always say right after everything Parker says. And he's like, right? Because <laughs> Parker's always right. True. Real and true. It's cute. It made me happy. So they're all sitting around again, and Ash calls, and it's like, you gotta come down here and see Kane. He's fine. Like, come down here. Just come see for yourself. He has, like, a little space bathing suit on, and he's like, He's like, yeah, I don't know. I feel kind of horrible. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah, it's like he seems, like, tired and maybe, like, a little run down. Like, he's got the flu or something. But, yeah. like, no recollection of alien attached to his face. He's, he says he has a dream. He had a dream about smothering. But that's it. <sighs> but they're like, all right, you know what? Let's tell him later. We have a we yeah. Have a, we have another cryo sleep coming up. Like, let's just let him live. Yeah, they're all about to like get back in their cryo sleep chambers and sleep till they make it back to Earth. But then, like, they all decide to have one last dinner together, Ooh, which fun is dinner. so cute. 
it's so cute and they're all like slapping each other on the back and then parker makes a joke about eating pussy and i was like love that man i for one was stuck on what the hell are they eating oh my god like cereal but also pasta like it looks like like they're eating shoelaces (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) it's like full space food yeah the whole time and i realized much later why but i was like i have this like association of like blue milk with this movie like in star wars and i know that's not right and then i realized why close Oh, near near about milk milk having, yeah, milk <laughs> milk exactly but so they're like having fun dinner and then Kane starts like coughing and I paused the movie and just sat there for a minute being sad because I remembered what was gonna happen right so he's coughing like he's choking and yeah. immediately everyone except for Ash like leaps up to like grab him and like try to like thump him on the back like you okay like help him dislodge whatever he's choking on and he just starts like fully seizing and then ash gets up once he's like yeah. convulsing ash gets out of his seat fully ash is like oh okay he's like here let me put a spoon in his mouth which like yeah. you for sure shouldn't do yeah and i feel like in the 70s they knew not to do that like i feel like they were at least at like put a wallet in it like something soft like you wouldn't put right. a metal spoon in someone's mouth so stupid you they're shouldn't really put a wallet in someone's mouth spoon. either just to be right. clear don't put anything in someone's mouth if they're seizing Yep. If you take anything away from this podcast, let it be. Don't put anything in someone's mouth. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> Under any don't, circumstances, don't actually. Don't feed your fucking baby. Are you listening to me? He's like seizing. And then this like little pop of blood explodes through his shirt. And everybody's like, huh. Everyone like freezes. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, hello. Um, And then. Out of his whole chest cavity pops this little like i'm so sorry this ugly little like yucky slimy little alien it's phallic we can say it oh yeah it's like um, a little wiener <laughs> i guess a big wiener if we're yeah grower not a shower perhaps <laughs> a shower and a grower yeah true um he shows up and shows out <laughs> and it just like pops up out of kane's chest cavity Famously, like, not something the actors knew was going to happen. So mm-hmm. they're all actually terrified. And, and it, covered like, in blood. Blood yeah, everywhere. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> so much blood in this little British man. <laughs> and it, like, pops out and, like, sails off in the most, like, upsetting way. It, like, scurries. And yeah. Parker is, like, he's got a fork. He's going to, like, stab the alien to death. And Ash yes. is like, no, no, no. Don't hurt it. And then it scurries away. And if if you weren't already sad, we're about to have a space funeral yeah they, um, <laughs> like it's sad but they really eject his body like out of an airlock and he goes yeah flying yeah. out <laughs> he goes flying out it is kind of funny um it's, like, it's, it's not it, funny but it's a little funny yeah yeah it's like why'd they do it like that i mean why he them. Got, like i know like physically why he went so fast but it makes it a little silly <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so like now that they've dealt with that they're getting ready to like blow the the little alien out the airlock because yeah, they're like, like all right that's we it. gotta find this guy uh, and even ash is like okay fine like you know um not verbally but he's there and they're planning on getting rid of it right so like the solution that they come up with that makes everybody and ash happy is um brett has this like cattle prod and he's like yeah it won't damage the skin of the alien it'll just like stun it uh, so that makes Ash happy, and they can all agree on that. They like wrangle it into an airlock, and presumably maybe not blow it out, but that way it's it's separated from them, so it can't fucking kill anybody else. Yeah, so they split into two teams, so that they can corner it and like approach it from different sides and force it into an airlock. So it's Ripley with Parker and Brett, and then Dallas, Lambert, and Ash. Um, and then Ash hands out um a couple of these like little movement detectors. Yeah. Um, it looks almost like a Ghostbuster vacuum, but like handheld, you know? It's like with a Pac-Man game attached to it. <laughs> um, and it like detects movement by like micro changes in the air. I forget Don't how Don't worry about it. it. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, look, and Tom Skerritt waves his hand in front of it and it's like, and they're like, okay, that's see, it works. So they all split off and we follow Brett, Parker, and Ripley down into like some part of the ship and they like turn the lights on and it's very eerie um and the tracking device starts to make noise yeah it's going and... crazy it's like something's right here I'm like yeah. oh fuck it's in this room 
and there's like a wall of lockers in this yeah. room and they hear a rattling coming from inside of one of them and they're like fuck there's an alien in there we gotta yeah. we gotta get the cattle prod we gotta we gotta do something about this yeah probably's um, got a net <laughs> yeah so they bust open the locker and this kitty cat like hisses and jumps out at them yeah jones jonesy, jonesy. cute little orange cat it's just their kitty cat yeah and they're all kind of like ah and they throw the net down just sort of because you got to be ready but then Brett is like, it's the cat. And he lets the cat out. And they're like, dude, <laughs> like, go get the cat so that we don't pick it up on the tracker again and think it's the aliens. Like, please, please retrieve the cat. Um, so they fucking split up. And Brett's meowing, trying to find and the fucking works. cat. <laughs> he's so funny. He's Poor like, guy. yeah, kitty, kitty. And then he's like, all right, Jones. <laughs> yeah. Stop but fucking around. And that works. Yeah. He's like, you kidding me, dude? He's like going around and it's this like kind of prolonged tense sequence of like, where's this fucking cat? Is he yeah. going to find the fucking face hugger? Um, and so we've already had one cat jump scare, but it's time for cat jump scare number two because Jones yet again, like pops out of like between some machines and runs off. But this time, like as he does that, this like molted face hugger skin comes out and it's all wet and nasty bunch of shedded skin and then it's like something is dripping from above like it's raining inside i don't know what happened there's just a lot of wet and goo he's like showering in it the drips i was like yeah why he kind of fine <laughs> um but then but then behind him we see a big old fucking alien this is like the alien as you picture it on like the poster and like this is the queen th this is mama not to be confused with mother um right <laughs> but yeah he he's a big boy now and we see jones in the corner like sees it behind him and starts hissing yeah and, like jamie lee look behind you um and brett is like so focused on getting jonesy that he's not right away noticing the enormous creature behind him and like this is <laughs> the way the alien moves makes me fucking sick to my stomach yeah, he's scared. it was a guy in there. Yeah, there's a guy in there. Like, she moves so fluid. Like, like I don't know what else I thought it was. But, no, like, but... My, my brain was like, that's an alien. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, no. it's a guy's in there. It just moves real fast and fluid like something that's alive. It was like, I said this to Riley after I saw Five Nights at Freddy's. It's like, you're used to little animatronics moving very like, nah, 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 nah. And so then when that one guy is in the animatronic, but it's just a dude in there and he starts running at full speed. It's I was like, scary. Ah, ah. it's scary when things alive. move like that. It's so big and smooth and like a whole creature. Like it's bipedal. That's not that. Mm. She's just so big and walking around. Like, because like the way that she looks and the fact that she's also bipedal, like that's so scary. And so finally, Brett like senses something happening behind him, right? Yeah. So he turns around, aliens right in his fucking face, and like a little mouth like comes out of comes the out mouth. Of the big <laughs> mouth. I hate the second smaller mouth. <laughs> and something whips out at him. That's the thing is like whenever you see the alien, it's in these like really tight close-ups, so you can never really. I mean, until you do, but you don't really get the full sense of it. You're just right. like, what is that? What's going on? What's coming out of the mouth? And like something, I don't know what, maybe a tail whips yeah. out at him and sucks his body up into the air shaft. So they reconvene and they're like, so this thing is definitely in the air ducts, right? Because it seems like um, Parker and Ripley like saw Brett get yoinked. Like we don't see them see it, but they're like, hey, we just saw horrors. Yeah. Ash says the worst thing ever, which is Kane's son. What's wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. That's not his son. So, so disturbing. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's adapted really well to the atmosphere. Like it's chilling in here. And they're like, okay, well, what do you like do with other animals? And then Ripley's like, what about something with the temperature? Like if it's adapted to the environment right now, like what if we fuck with it? And someone's like, yeah, like fire will probably scare it. A lot of animals are scared of fire. Mm -hmm. So they rig up little, I think Parker rigs up like little portable flamethrowers. Yeah, basically. And so they're trying to decide who's gonna go up into the air shafts to try and find this. 
and Ripley volunteers, but Dallas says no. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm the captain, blah, blah, blah. And he pairs her up with Ash instead, which seems like a very dirty move. <laughs> yeah, it seems very pointed. It's like, yeah, right. it's like, it's like the get along shirt. <laughs> right. It's like, get it because you don't like him. It's like, is, <laughs> is this really the time? <laughs> yeah, is this the time to do forcible team building? Right. <laughs> um, but Dallas goes to like ask mother for advice. Yeah, it's like talking to a magic eight ball. Yeah, he's like, hey, like, why can't why can't we capture this? What's going on? Like, what do we do? And mother's like, does not compute. And he goes, what are my chances? And she's like, doesn't compute. And he's like, okay. So then he's crawling through the air ducts with his torch. He's like already has it on, which I understand. Like, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Right. But also that's fire and you are inside a spaceship. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. So the way they have it is that, like, they're helping him navigate and um, Lambert, like, has the tracker, like, pointed up at the air ducts and I guess is, like, tracking his movements with it. This is where it straight up looks like a Pac-Man game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little blue screen with a dot popping around. And as he's moving, there's, like, so much slime around, by the way. He finds a bunch of lube. He really does. Which is what I wrote in my notes, and then I found out on the IMDb trivia that the slime was KY Jelly, mostly. That is so fucking funny. I'm like, that's a pile of lube, and it was. He said, hey guys, it's a party in here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're like at the third junction, or he's at the third junction, and then Lambert is like, oh, it's there. It's right near you right now. Like, be yeah. fucking careful. And he's, like, spinning around, like, looking forward and backward. He's like, I don't see it. And she's like, well, it's moving towards you. It's coming right at you. And he does not fucking see it. She's like, fucking run. She's not giving very clear instructions. She's like, run. And then she's like, not that way. How would he know? How would he right, know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she, this is like she turns the corner into, like, woman in a movie. Yeah, just like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'll run, oh. Yeah, and, like, I, too, would cry in any circumstance adjacent to this, but that's why I'm not a space traveler. That's why they don't put me in space, and that's, that's the only they... reason. <laughs> it's just because I cry a lot. Um, But, yeah, like, he's like, okay, I'll fucking move it, I guess, and he drops down into, like, a different room, and she goes, not that way, and then it lights up, and the alien like pops out like arms open literally <laughs> she's just looking for hugs man i don't have to tell you and so they're like hmm that can't be good they find his weapon they find no blood and they find no dallas he's gone presumably dead because he does not come back the rest of the movie right exactly that's how i was like the first time i watched this i was like oh he'll be coming back so they didn't find any blood. Yeah, they didn't find yeah. anything but then the movie ended and i was like wait a minute he's dead <laughs> yeah he got vored maybe like unclear he either got like eaten by the alien or blown up on the ship so right right exactly oh god that's so tragic but we're at the point now where dallas is gone kane is dead so ripley is like actually finally de facto in charge and she's like, yeah, we're going to fucking kill this thing. Thanks. Yeah, we're going to carry on with our plan. Whereas Lambert is really upset. She wants to take the shuttles and like get out of there and just like eject themselves from the ship. But there's not enough room on the like emergency escape shuttle pods, whatever, for all four of them. So that plan, they're like, we could draw straws. They're like, no fucking way am I drawing a straw. Yeah, no, exactly. So they're going to do the same thing of like cornering it, but now um, they're going to, and I'm quoting Ripley directly, blow it the fuck out into space. Yep. They're going to move in pairs until they can corner it and then they'll yoink it. Uh, so like Parker goes to refuel their like um, flamethrowers and then Ripley is like, so Ash, anything? You're the science guy. Like, can you fucking help? He hasn't said anything this whole time. He hasn't weighed in on yeah. anything they're talking about. And he's like, oh, mother and I are still collating. And she's like, fucking what? <laughs> what do you mean? What's there to collate? Like, what is that? Like, like it's such a strange word to use We're in that collating. context. Like, I was like, am I crazy? I had to Google collating. It's like, combine and organize. And I'm like, huh? I can only think of um, Tim Tim Robbins. Is that the principal for Mean Girls? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim I can Robbins. only think of Tim Robbins and pop star Never Stop, Never Stopping. There's one scene where he just says, we're collating. <laughs> that was all I could think about. I don't remember that. That's so funny. I'm collating. 
But Ripley's like, you know what? Okay, fine. Fucking don't tell me. I have access to mother now. Like, I am the captain now. She's like, I'm going to go talk to mom. Like, I'm telling mom. (laughs) So she goes in there and she's like doing the old time. Like, it's so good. It's almost like connecting like like a phone board. Yeah, like an operator. Yeah, like it's just anyway, she does like the little steps and goes in there and it's like a little less natural for her, which I thought was a nice touch because she's never fucking been in there before. And um oh and she's leaving ash is like well what should i do like what do you even want me to do and she's like the same thing you have been doing nothing yeah (laughs) useless so she goes in and she says in like a very like technical way like why can't we catch this thing what do we do and mother's like i don't know and she goes like enhance yeah literally and mother's like i can't it's a secret for the science officers because of order 937 tee yeah it's like a super secret special order pertaining to ash and she literally she types in like override she's like emergency override i'm in charge and mother's like oh shit okay yeah yeah literally and order 937 is that the nostromo has been rerouted to another planet um and its new mission or its new objective is to get and return an alien life form. Like that is priority number one. All priorities are like secondhand. The crew is expendable. And she's like, that makes a lot of sense why Ash is fucking acting like that. And then she like leans back in the chair and Ash is sitting right next to her. And that yeah, he scares like, the shit out of me. How'd he get there? And she reacts so calmly. She's like, hey motherfucker. Like it's she's awesome. like, so <laughs> So she sort of is like running away from Ash, like, all right, fuck you, fuck this. But I gotta Ash tell like, people what's going yeah, on. That we're like being marooned, basically. Um, and Ash is like locking doors behind her and in front of her. Yeah, so she's trapped in the airlock with him. And at this moment, he is leaking white goo from his hairline. <laughs> yeah, that man's bleeding milk because she clocks him trying to get away from him. Yeah. And it's sort of like, huh? But we don't really have time to worry about it because he just starts beating her up. First, he rips out a chunk of her hair, which oh, was God, so right. like viscerally violent to me. It's really disgusting. And then, like horrifically, he like corners her in like the little nudie mag section of the ship that the yeah. men have. That's so like a lot of titties, and he literally rolls up a porn magazine and starts choking her with it. And I was he, like, like, yep, no, it we in get her it. Mouth that is like hitting it down her throat. It's like, yes, no, yes, she's a woman and no one listens to her and there's being there's violence being enacted on her. We did get it, but thank you. And so Parker and Lambert hear this commotion happening and they come in, they're like, what the fuck is going on? And pull him off of her. And Parker bonks him in the head and he starts just like spinning out, like twitching, convulsing. You're like flying around the room. It's like a very inhuman unnatural reaction to being hit and then i think he has like a fire extinguisher or something big and heavy Uh and he clocks him in the head and knocks his head off of his shoulders exposing like all this mechanical hardware and milk (laughs) he he bleeds milk that's the only way i know how to tell you it's fucking milk which means he's an android which i really forgot about like i remembered the ash betrayal of it all but i forgot about him being an android so when he was like leaking milk i was like wait (laughs) (laughs) i that was i remember that really vividly i think because in aliens i was i was so defensive of that one android character because he was a victim of android racism (laughs) and is notably in a video game about android racism (laughs) i was like you can't keep doing this to lance (laughs) um but i so i kept being like when is it where are we gonna find out and that was the blue milk i thought i think i was like oh yeah literally i was like oh my god finally because i was like it's ash right and i was like oh yeah it's totally ash because he's acting so and it just time. looks crazy in there it's, horrific. it's so alarming i saw on the imdb page like what they use to make the insides it's um so the blood is colored water because they couldn't actually okay. use milk because it would have like spoiled under oh, all god, the studio yeah. lights and shit so it's like colored water um, but for the close-ups of his innards, they did use milk along with pasta and glass marbles, which is yeah. just like such a foul combination <laughs> for some reason. But you see, we see like all up in him because they're trying to plug him back into something because they're like, if his whole directive is to protect the species, he right. probably knows how to kill it. Yeah, they're trying to like just reconnect his head without any of his bodies. So they can like have him talk without him killing them. 
Yeah, because and you see all that stuff in there. I it's, did see a lot it, of marbles. I don't know, it's so like. Bleh. Well, no, especially because his like milk blood is all congealed around his face. It's just, it's not right. It's yucky. It's bad. He is not a graceful android. He sucks, and he's full of milk. Yeah, so they reactivate his head to ask him questions. And um, he's he... such a prick. I know. And he's like explaining what we already know. I guess it's for the people who like weren't looking at the screen, so didn't right. see what mother typed out. So they want to say it with words. Um, that he was assigned to bring back a life form. And he says, like, this alien can't be killed. And like, I admire it so much. And he's my bestie. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you. Oh, he says, you have my sympathies, which is so chilling. Uh, it's so, And he like smiles. You little bastard. He's just like, you're fucked. You're all going to die. Sorry. You have my Ripley, sympathies. Ripley like, rips the plug out. Yeah, she unplugs him. Yeah, he says, like, you don't understand what you're dealing with. He goes, I admire it. It's a survivor unclouded by conscience, remorse, or delusions of morality. And it's like, yeah, that's like him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, He's an android. He's not a person. Exactly. He didn't deviate. Sorry. <laughs> I just played the video game again, and I was like, you got to be kidding. So um, Ripley unplugs him. She's like, yeah, new plan. We're going to blow up the ship and take our chances with the shuttle. Like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lambert is in full woman mode, by which I yeah. mean she says about three more words. They're just running around and she's crying, which again, like, so valid, but God damn it. <laughs> so Ripley's like, I'm going to like prep everything for the shuttle. Lambert and Parker have like seven minutes to go downstairs and get coolant. They're going to need a lot of coolant. I don't know mm -hmm. why. But because once once she flips the emergency self-destruct switch, they have 10 minutes before it blows up to like get in their shuttles and get out. So they like hop down there to do that. Ripley hears Jones like meowing over an intercom somewhere and she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, she like completely diverts like going straight to flip the switch. Like, I got to <laughs> yeah. find this fucking cat. Um, so she's running around. At which point my notes say, side note, whose cat is that? I know. <laughs> like, how did this cat get here? That's the bodega cat, baby. Like, they all, they all know the cat. They aren't surprised <laughs> right? to see yeah. a cat. They know a cat's here. But I'm like, That's where, so A, like, was he in a pod while all of you were sleeping? Like, yeah. where was the cat the whole time? Okay. So Parker and Lambert are down, like, in the hull, wherever the fuck they are looking for the coolant and they're being so loud and i'm like guys there's an alien right. in here like have we forgotten and if you can believe it the alien hears them and now there's an alien in the fucking supply room blocking lambert's path like oh lord she coming mm -hmm. <laughs> and parker is trying to like coach lambert into getting away from it she's like i can't i can't like it's gonna kill me i can't move i can't do it which like to be fair it is very much the aliens oh, like yeah. in her space like right yeah, there she's right she can't like she like, doesn't correct. really have but um parker's like do something like use your weapon like do something and she's just like fuck it <laughs> yeah she's like i'm not i'm not making it out of this one sorry but then to add insult to fucking injury, the alien turns on Parker first and kills yeah. him first while Lambert is watching before he like goes back to kill her. And unclear to me where that fucking tentacle is going. Yeah, it like curls up her leg in a creepy way. I couldn't tell if we were doing like an evil dead tree situation. Kind of felt like it might have been. Which because I was reading that like previous iterations of this movie were much more sexually violent so i think like some of the things that we see are just leftovers yeah. from that after they decide to take a different turn yeah frankly uh, i appreciate be, that it was supposed to be much more yeah like that <laughs> i i was like oh the porn mag thing was kind of heavy-handed but i actually think as a metaphor it was kind of useful and i'm uh, sure that was like a leftover thing from the yeah how it was originally going to be um, but it, I mean, it's like, so any woman is like, yep, this is the workplace. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I mean, not that, but you know, like the whole thing of just nobody fucking listening to you ever. So Ripley finds them both dead after hearing the commotion. Yeah. Um, and she's like, all right, well, here we fucking go. And she triggers the self-destruct system. At which point she gets a notification that she has five minutes to override it. So like if you flip the switch by mistake or change your mind, you have five minutes to override it before it's like, I guess it takes five minutes for the explodey parts to happen. So that's where the cutoff is. Right. Um, and at this point I'm like, where the fuck is Jones? Cause she finds Where's Jones and like puts him in like a space crate. Right. And now she's running around without the carrier. I'm like, where did the cat go? But then she like, 
happens perfectly upon the carrier and grabs it and keeps running. Yeah. So that's a relief. Um, She's booking it to the pods, but this big old huge fucking alien is blocking her way. And now we're getting the notification there's like one minute to override detonation. So she's like, this alien's right here. I can't get to the pods. I have to go override and stop this from exploding or I'm going to blow up in the ship. And right. it's like the override process is very complicated. Like there's like cooling rods that have to deploy. It's like she pulls the switch, but like all these things need to like lock into place and they're very slow moving. Yeah, she's, she's like shoving them, them down. Yeah. But it's not fast yeah. enough. She just barely and like she has to like push really hard to get like the little switches back up and it's like it's like three two one bang like she just misses it you know and so now she's got five minutes till self-destruction and she throws a tantrum at mother which i thought was funny and also probably what i would do yeah it's so good she goes like why the like what the fuck's wrong with you like (laughs) Like, yelling at her running through the hallways like god fucking damn it yep so she's like well now i gotta fucking book it to the shuttles yeah yeah or else i'm exploding she, she finds Jones again. She keeps putting him down and picking him up. She like grabs the carrier and like throws, throws it through the doorway. It. I'm like, this fucking cat. <laughs> Getting banged around, let me tell you. He did not ask for this. Um, but over the intercom, Mother now announces that there is one minute uh, left for her to abandon ship. And like she's running, there's lights flashing. It's almost like a strobing effect. Like it's really yes. hard to see. Yes, it's all really these alarms good. going on. It's so loud. And she's like trying to keep an eye out for this alien that might pop out of any corner. She's got like a flamethrower and a cat. Like it's a lot <laughs> going on. It's a lot happening. Then like shit's exploding behind her. Not like like fire's starting to go. Right. Oh no, this is this is when she throws the cat. She like chucks the cat <laughs> into the pod. There you because go. She gets back to like where the entrance to the shuttles are and the alien's not there. So she can get in and she like, throws the cat in <laughs> as like plumes of fire are coming out like behind yeah, her. Yeah, like yeah. she just manages to get them in safely. Um she like slams the door shut. Um the ship starts to take off and oh my god, it explodes so big. And like three times, yeah, mind you. it explodes all rainbow. <laughs> it keeps and then it explodes all rainbow again. <laughs> and then um, she takes Jonesy out of the carrier and like cuddles him and is like shushing him. She's like, "It's okay," and like giving him cuddles. It's like doing that thing where you comfort someone else to comfort yourself, yeah. you know. Um, and she also she goes, "I got you, you son of a bitch." As she's like watching the explosion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just like sit in the trauma for a minute, you know. Yeah, she's like, "Well, I'm here. I got my cat." Let's get ready for big sleep. And she's putting the kitty in his own his little own, pod. <laughs> his own chamber. It's so cute. Um, and she's like getting all ready for bed and like like all stripped down. And I'm sorry, but she's so hot. She's um, so hot. She is like in her underpants for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's like in the in the other one where she wakes up and it's like everybody's just in their fucking undies. Like, why would I be naked for this? <laughs> like Exactly. I don't understand. It's so stupid. It's like fully just be like, hey, remember, by the way, she's also sexy. Right. It's like, no, we know. Um, you didn't need to do all that. But and she's like kind of <laughs> about to get into the pod and she like looks like across the like sh- you know shuttle from her and it's like hmm that sure looks like the fucking alien over there what is that and then fucking jump scare because indeed the alien is in here so she leaps out of her pod i have to ask why we see her butt crack like that i know <laughs> her underwear is like halfway down her ass it's too small it's the smallest oh little pair of underwear i've ever fucking seen i wouldn't wear that to sleep for 10 months but that's no. just me I wouldn't wear that if you put a gun to my head. (laughs) So she like leaps out of her pod and she's like tiptoeing around like corners to put on her spacesuit and grab her weapon to not be detected by the alien. Um, But yeah, Ripley like climbs into the spacesuit and this is the best shit ever. Yeah. She like gets into a chair and like straps herself in and is like hauntedly singing like you are my lucky star. Which is not a song I'm familiar with. I thought it was an original composition, but it in fact was not. (laughs) Is it? It's not the Madonna one either. It's like a real song that apparently they had to pay a lot of money for the rights to. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, But she's like so... It's like the fucking um, Mama Cass thing. It's like, now sing it like a haunted Victorian child. (laughs) 
She's like, lucky, lucky, like spinning around in the chair. She's so lucky. <laughs> she's a star. Um, so she's like, tr- she's like clicking different buttons, trying to like trigger something that will make it get out of where it's curled up. Yeah. And she does some shit starts steaming and it jumps out. Yeah, she's blowing steam at it, which then just like makes it get closer, which is not, yeah. I think, the intended result of that. No. And then in case we forgot that inside the alien's mouth is a smaller, <laughs> creepier mouth, the alien opens up her mouth to reveal a smaller, creepier mouth. And Ripley, because she has her like full spacesuit and helmet on now, so she slams a button to open up a door, and so the alien gets like sucked out the door, but with its little claws, it like grabs on to the edges of the door frame, and it's so <laughs> frightening. It's so bad. But she has like this little harpoon gun, which is yeah, like kinda a double edged like sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she shoots it at the alien. And that does successfully blow it out the lock and she lets go of the gun and then shuts the door, but it catches on the like cable. Yeah. So like the door seems pretty sealed, but the alien is like still stuck to the ship. It's like tethered to the, she's towing the alien. And it like crawls up into one of the engines. Yeah. It's in like a, like a truck exhaust pipe. Yeah. 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 And you're like, oh fuck. But in order to power up the shuttle, just to turn it on and it gets like blasted out of the rocket you know yes into fucking space and mind you all of these things happen within like 30 to 40 seconds like so much happens so fast it's so intense yeah and then she's kind of floating and she's like this is the final report of the nostromo like i'm the only one fucking left alive i'm gonna be in space for six weeks (laughs) i'm going to sleep yeah like good night (laughs) Fuck you. Movie over the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Alien. 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 Um, <laughs> hey, final thoughts on Alien? Come on. It's, Come on. It's Alien. It's awesome. It's the fucking best. It's Alien. It's so good. You love Alien. I love it's movie. It's just good. I yeah, love I movie. Like, no notes. That fucking rocked. Great movie. Great movie. Um, beautiful gowns well what do you think the bravo tv network chose as the second scariest movie moment of all freaking time in 2004 i think it's hand popping out jump scare once she's in the escape pod tara you're wrong god damn it okay can i say my second one yeah i feel i feel like you can get this one i feel like you can get this one i have three okay Second one is chest burster. It's a chest burster. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's so scary. It is really scary. I thought they were trying they were gonna do a gotcha like last time. No, they were just like fucking chest burster, man. And yeah, this holy is shit. Another one where like it's just the who's who of this special. Like fucking yeah. everyone is there. Except the very first person to appear is Eli Roth, and I would like him to get the fuck off my screen forevermore. Ooh. But he does say that this was the first movie to make him throw up, and so I thank Alien for its <laughs> service. <laughs> good um stan winston is there just like fucking geeking out as makes sense um john landis talks about it being a gothic horror which i thought was so interesting he's like it's like a haunted house movie but you're on a spaceship and in space i'm like okay you're a smart guy hell yeah um rob zombie's really excited toby hooper talks about uh, like how terrifying it is because you can't fully comprehend what it is like right. with those close-up shots of the alien you're like what and it's something you've never seen before you're like what yes. am i looking at I exactly i get so uncomfortable with my own body thinking about that <laughs> thing uh the Coors light twins are there no oh, thank uh, they god were, they were very upset by the little mouth within the mouth they really didn't like that shit i get that um they talk about how it's like violating and about people being violated and how the movie was originally much more sexually violent which makes sense because like the aliens are like entering your body when you don't want them to right that's why i hated the kane son thing so much it's like oh it impregnated him i'm like that's so upsetting on so many levels it's just inherently violating like sexual or not wes craven talks about that being one of the core fears of human beings and he like simples it down to you don't want anything to get inside your body (laughs) you just don't you don't want things in your body that you don't want there um and ron perlman says he had to change his underwear after he watched it (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that guy. So it was really just a strong showing all around. Fuck yeah, dude. The people of Alien. What I think I didn't say. I think the chest burster scene is. Pro- I don't know. It's hard to say. That's the scariest moment because, like, I am you so familiar so with it. Yeah, yeah. but it, it is scary. I, yeah, it is objectively <laughs> terrifying. It's a tough one. Yeah, I think I chose the jumpiest jump scare, and also the thing of like it's in here with me, and I am now yeah. floating in space alone. I thought oh, maybe fuck. that's how they would, you know. Yeah, that's pretty scary. But the chest burster is pretty fucking horrific. I mean, like, come on, you know. That's something you don't like to see. No, you really don't. You don't like things in your body. No. Heard. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Riley here, cutting in. Uh, this is normally where you would hear Tara ask what movie we're watching next week, and I gleefully tell her in the most dramatic way possible. Um, but after recording, we received a listener suggestion from friend of the pod, Mac, who heard our distress at not having a clean 100 episodes when all this was over. And Mac suggested that we record an episode talking about our favorite moments from the special or ones we think they got wrong or anything of that sort. Kind of like a little recap of the journey we've been on over the past 99 weeks. And we thought that was just a great idea. So we'll have a fun little episode for you next week. I think we're also going to talk about like our top 10 favorite moments, and I'm going to posit the question to all of you listening. I said posit. Okay, $10 word. Uh, But I'm going to posit that question to all of you listening. If there's anything from the special you want us to bring up or any scariest movie moment not included on the list you want us to talk about, send it our way and we'll we'll have a fun little casual unstructured chit chat Um, and then the big 100 will be the following week so much to look forward to all right tara take it away so you better keep up with us (laughs) and you can do that so easily on social media by following at fright your life on twitter and instagram and you can also follow riley's and my individual twitters at riley cassidy one and at tara elwood and you can join us next week as we try to give you the fright, the fright of, of your, your life. life. Woo. Woo.